Welcome to Keegan and Carlos's Scary Movie Podcast. Each week, we watch and review scary movies from our giant list of films we've curated. Each film more terrible than the last. We watch them so you don't have to. Or so that we can recommend it to you. Or so you can listen if you've seen them before. Or so that, that I don't know, I just want to watch some scary movies. Mm, scary movies are great. You Carlos, guys should listen to them. Carlos, let's watch Again, some scary movies. Let's go watch some scary movies. Let's, let's go. What? What? <laughs> what? What? In what, the butt. What? 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 In, in the, the butt. butt. Oh, what, what? In the butt. That's telling for this movie. <laughs> what, what? In the meat? Meat train. No, wait. We haven't twice. Oh, another episode, episode of Keegan and Carlos' the Scary Movie Podcast. Let's clink it. And Whoa. Oh, wait. What are you doing? I don't know. We're doing things out of order. The structure. The structure. We are. Look, it is 11... 17 it's gonna be real late by the time buckle up boys and girls you're getting another late night episode which is always the best because we get loopy and we've already recorded an episode today and we went to dinner for a friend's birthday and had some drinks so we're gonna get loopy this is another late episode of it's carlos's scary movie podcast this is the late hour Welcome. I'm sure our listeners love that in their ears. If you're listening on your uh, AirPods, how do you listen to the podcast? Because I know, so like you and I, we catch up with it so we can critique it, figure it out, and like uh, make sure everything's copacetic Ooh, on these e- episodes. The um, how do you listen? Do you have your? I do AirPods. In? Okay. Yeah, because I, I usually car. I usually listen to this. Um, I go to the office on Mondays. And so it's part of my Monday ritual where I will put on our episode um, as I'm walking in the building and I just let it play while I'm working because yeah. I like to have I, I need background to, uh, a to tune <laughs> I need background sound I need to tune people out and even if there's nothing else playing people think I'm on a call so they just don't bother me <laughs> so it's <laughs> very smart I just I literally have had people walk by and I'm like oh, mm, like pointing my mm, AirPods yikes I'm like oh so sorry just me on team so i can talk to you like mm, maybe not though because i don't want to talk to you i usually listen in my um uh, in my car i do notice i have and like it's with any podcast that i listen to really i have an issue with plosives if it's like too much in my ear and like it especially when we didn't have the, the pop the tarts pop, the the pop tarts pop tarts uh Frosted the, the pop filters uh when we didn't have those like it really just there was like something happening in my brain where I was like, "Ooh, I can't listen to." So I would shut it off if I was in the gym. I'd have to listen to music, and then when I listened to it in my car, it's fine because it's not directly in my ears. It wasn't. It was giving you tingles. It tingles and the spingles. Tingles, tingles up and down your spine. So this right here, but we because we have the pop filters, I can actually listen with my earbuds. Airpods again. Um, hey Keegan, I have two questions for you. Yeah, let's hear it. Because is it is it time for scary movie trivia? Scary wait trivia murder <laughs> party, which is not that's that's not Jackbox. the theme song for that either. Horror trivia. Here we go. Do, 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 do. All right, this one's actually really easy. I looked okay. like Dang too it. easy. Dang it. Okay. What 1999 film that co-stars Samuel L. Jackson, 
Should I stop there? D- uh, deep Blue Sea? Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, well, that's easy. I, what's, what's the full question? Uh, was about killer sharks in an underwater facility. I already knew what it was as soon as you said 99 Samuel and, Jackson. Yeah, I, that's where I stopped. I was like, that one's too easy. All right. Here's the next that one. That one's great. He's in the middle of his big speech and the shark just, just eats come, him. Yep. This 1990 movie Ooh, featuring okay. Julia Roberts and Keith Kiefer Sutherland is about the consequences of traveling on the other side. Oh, um, um, Heartstoppers. No, so no, not close. Heartstoppers. Because they did a remake so of it recently. Close. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. It's, um, um. You're on the right. Tra- is like, it Heart or Stoppers? Which one is it? Neither. Like, neither. Nailbugs. You're Nemod. Your what answer is, is literally, it's like a synonym for the oh, actual title. God. Like you are, it's. Give me another word for that. Just quitters. When you die. I know you don't. You come back. You boop, d- boop. Oh, Flatliners. There it is. <laughs> okay, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, they did a uh, remake like, oh, of that. Oh, you said it, but Man, not that really. movie is so good. That's what uh, I have not seen. The original is so good because it's, yeah, they um, they figure out that they can see, like, the other side. If they die. Yeah, but, they, but they they're bring all, themselves back they're to all life. medical students. And so they're able to, like. Bring themselves back. Yeah, and, and then things start going But then the consequences. Things mm-hmm. from beyond start mm-hmm. happening. <gasps> oh, from beyond. From beyond. Killer clowns. <laughs> can we just There's do so a, many good, just, like, trailers can we just do a mashup where we just we're just quoting everything we've done so far uh, we're almost at 20 episodes i was this looking is, today yeah we've released at the time of recording this we have aired 17, 17 episodes um obviously we have our one that we're releasing <laughs> this will come out after everything but we're releasing the black phone episode or we would have released black, so black phone, phone and july 4th of july the fdr 4th of july. american badass <laughs> such a weird one uh and so that one after and that then is we have a few our, others already so in the amusement library. park will be our 20th episode interesting we'll amusement. have to figure out which is going to be 25 because that'll be like our first milestone we got to figure out when this season is over. <laughs> is it ever over? Are we just going to keep going constantly? It 52 episodes a year. One per week. God. I mean, we'll see. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm All right. probably going to need a break at some point. Yeah, at there. some point we're going to need to like take a hiatus and be like, we need to well, just we, do our own thing. I think at this point, too, we do need to like stop. Collaborate and listen. Collaborate in the name of love. Uh, no, but figure out a uh, guest schedule. Yeah. And like now that we're going to be busy for the next couple months, months or so, yeah. Um we won't have Fridays and Saturdays open to record. So that'll give us time to like stop there, uh figure out who our guests are going to be and then um kind of come up with a schedule after August. Yeah, we should get our a little bit of a cushion. And maybe that's Maybe that's when the show kicks in. off, that's when we, we say, hey, we're going to take a hiatus and we'll be back with more yeah, in like a month or two month once or, yeah. summer's over. Yeah. And I like our seasons don't have to necessarily line up with the year. Like they don't have to be consistent. It's just season one. It was March to August. Are you season ready for this? Season two is what? It's our podcast. It can be whatever we, we want We can do to whatever be. we want. We run this. Ran by, business. produced by co-CEOs of Casey Scary Movie. Casey Scary Movie. Um, so what are we watching today, Keegan? Midnight Meat Train. Oh, yeah. How about some midnight meat on that train? Literally, we're going to be watching this around midnight. This is true. To go with this movie, I have created... Or I didn't create... It's not something I would probably look at and be like, oh, yeah, Midnight Meat Train. It's called... very blue. Well, it's called The Blue Train. (gasps) Oh. So it's about trains. 
This is so when I looked at it, you know what I actually thought about? What? Um your friend who works at Galaxy yeah, um, had made made um the clever girl yeah, gin based drink. Very good. And looking at this and then looking at the ingredients, I was like, I feel like this is maybe gonna taste like that. Yeah. So this is uh it's gin. Gin, okay. It's triple sec, blue curacao curacao and lemon juice. This is pretty so much I, the same drink, yeah. Maybe the the it's balance, maybe the balances are going to be different. Now, I already I'm, have indigestion going tonight, and looking at this drink, I'm like, this seems real acidic. This is fine. So yeah, I am curious fine. how much the lemon juice ratio it called for was three fourths of an ounce compared to everything else. Oh, that's a lot. That's what I said. So if we don't like, like this, I might do less. But let's okay. let's go into. Clink. If it is too much, I'll just water, put out a little water to it or something. Yeah. So let's let's clink this. Clink it. Ooh, for your ASMR listening yeah, and sink, sink it. it. A little bit too much lemon. Juice. Little too lemon. I think less. No, that's tasty. It is tasty. I could use less Ooh, of the acid. Tart. It is tart. It's not a bad tart. Like it's too much. Um, for me, <laughs> maybe it's too much for you. <laughs> it's not too much, but if I was gonna make this, which I am gonna make it again. I would do maybe half or a fourth. I'd say um, a fourth for mine. Just to add acidity but not overpower. Because it does it takes away from the blue curacao and the triple sec. The what? Sorry. It takes away from the blue curacao and Curacao. The sec. Um It's not bad though. As I keep drinking it, I'm enjoying it. But yeah, it is tart, but not overbearingly. All right. I'll probably add a little bit of water to mine. That's fine. It's good. Here's it's a good. um it's good, it's good, it's good. Your voice is high. Your voice is high. We should tag them and see if they ever listen to it. I will. I'll do it. I'm going to start tagging them in every the always sunny guys. By the uh, way, what's their what's their producer's name? Um, uh, Megan. Megan. Megan listens to it. <laughs> no, she doesn't. I'll tag she her too. Have time for that. Um, ain't ain't nobody got time for that. Here's your synopsis. Okay. Because someone has time for that, and it's you, the listeners, who are eagerly waiting yes. for a synopsis. A photographer's obsessive pursuit of dark subject matter leads him into the path of a serial killer who stalks late-night commuters, ultimately butchering them in the most gruesome ways. I So, I, I we both seen this movie before. It, I don't even remember when I saw it, but I know that I've seen it. I remember. I'm not going to say it yet, because we'll watch it, and then I'll talk about it. Yeah, but yeah, there's, yeah. like, seeing Bradley Cooper do that, I was like, eh, Okay. Uh, but then also, I don't remember it being, like, super, super gory. But also, I think I watched it at midnight when it, like, first came out. Uh, okay. Back in the day uh, when I worked at the Blockbusters. Oh, uh, what is that? Because uh, when did it come out? What year did it come out? Uh, I want to say eight. Yeah, 2008. Yeah, that is when I worked at Blockbuster. What's Blockbuster, Keegan? So you kiddos who don't know who block- what Blockbuster <laughs> is. Block blister. That's where you would go on uh, Friday nights and be able to, instead of stream things, you actually picked up a physical digital video disc, or if we're going way back, a video home system cassette tape. Because remember that episode where we talked about what does VHS VHS actually stand for? Uh, And you would pick out whatever was available and then bring it home with your popcorn and candy and soda that night and watch it with your friends. Nothing made me more upset than going to Blockbuster. Because our thing was that we would rent a movie as a family. Mm -hmm. And my mom and dad would let me also rent a video game. And so I would go to the, the aisle with the video games. 
And you know, how, like they had like the display boxes, right? And behind them is where they had the rentals. I would move it to see what's behind it, and nothing yep. was behind it. And so I would get so well, and especially if it's like a game that I like had a save file on. I was like, I've got to get further. It's so disappointing. It was the most disappointing thing ever. Now we don't have to deal with that, but yeah, back yeah. in the days where there was Blockbuster, now, even before Redbox. <laughs> now for me, it's like if I'm getting a game, I'm like, is it on Game Pass? No, I'm not playing it. Wow. <laughs> not really. Wow. But pretty much for the most part. I mean, I'm on my third, no, second replay of Red, uh, Dead. Red Dead Redemption. You're yeah. right, boy. I've played Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption, the first one, three times. This is my second playthrough. And now, ooh, I'm playing it evil, too. Yeah, I'm you like, are. If I'm doing that a guy. mission, if I'm doing a mission, because I played it like super, super good, where I maxed out good Arthur on the last one. This one, I'm like as low as I can possibly get it. So like playing the missions, kind of like a RPG, a little yeah. bit, where I'm like, no, nope. if I'm going to rob a wagon, I'm not playing the nice guy. I'm killing everybody, robbing it, the money. killing everyone, no survivors, and my yeah. money. I'm playing the quarry right now. Yeah, I want to do an episode over that. We need to. Yeah, I'm loving it so far. I I'll haven't probably devoted a lot of time just because of rehearsals but i know aaron schultz wants to uh do an episode yeah. on the quarry tomb we'll so to that would be we'll fun do it. We'll do it. We'll it might be good too you you'll be our sherpa because uh for the quarry because it's good to have especially if you're going to play it in a crowd probably somebody who's played it before who understands kind of some of the outcomes yeah. or just the story overall there's some so good jump scares i mean I'm, nice. I'm very early on but i was like oh so i probably won't end up playing it until we do an episode over it that's fine. That's I mean, I can also it. just bring my PlayStation up here, and we can do that, That's too. That's true. I'll probably end up buying it. I mean, it. I, know, I know you want to play I played. I mean, I played Until Dawn, I think, three times. It's one so of those games get, that, yeah, you want to get the different endings, yeah. and you want to reveal more I of the stories. Until Dawn, the first time I got two survivors. The second time I got no survivors. I Ooh. did that on purpose. Oh, yeah, you got to play that. And then the, the third time, I was like, how many people can I save? And I still got, like three i think i usually try to play games like that or detroit become human where i'm like i want to try to save everyone yeah yeah usually my first playthrough then after that i'm like all right well let's just figure my out first playthrough i did try to save everyone and then i was so close and then i had like four people left and it was the one blonde guy and until dawn where he was running back to the house and the things were chasing him mm -hmm. and i pushed the wrong the freaking button oh from the quick time event from the quick time event and his head got ripped off but that's that the cool thing about those games, though. It's like... Reload. No, Well, you can't. I mean, you can. Uh, well, it depends on what the game is. You can't reload until dawn. Yeah. You play it all There's the way through. Not, you, just, yep, you have to experience it as you um, do. Yeah, if you want to save your character, you go back and play it all the way again. That's right. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this movie. It's Clive Barker. Who it's does, a cool one. Uh, the Hellraiser movies and original uh, Candyman. I love. Oh yeah, he did uh, Candyman. The 1992 right. one. Um, I am excited to like revisit some of Clive Barker's work because you know this movie is a scary movie podcast, and I feel like we go pretty silly sometimes with our scary movies. We do, and we're well, hitting like a legit the FDR grid. one was legitimately just it wasn't a scary it wasn't movie. A scary it was movie. a spoofy, but it was a fun one, which I'm yeah. okay doing those. You know but it had werewolves. Recounting is a scary movie. But um, even like some of the like eighties scary with yeah, air quotes, yeah. like they're not that scary and they're they're just really campy. Yeah, they're campy. They're not they're not built on like the creep factor. That's what why I, I enjoy doing like X and Black Foam yeah. or like newer ones where I'm like, these are legit good movies. What I'm and we're saying all of this ahead of time right now, and we're gonna go and watch it and be like, no, F that this was terrible. We hated this. I, yeah, I don't I don't remember if I liked um, it or not. So because we've both seen it. Yeah. But we'll see. 
uh, what I'm excited for is that, like, not only does Clive Barker do a really good job with um, gore, because, like, Hellraiser, obviously, like, amazing gore. Hellraiser 2, real messed up, really good gore. Um, but this, in particular, it's more, like, realistic and it's gory, but he does a really good job of creating suspense. Yeah. And I hope I remember this movie correctly. I know. Hellraiser, like, I hope we enjoyed it. Everybody remembers Hellraiser for being this, like, grotesque movie. I'm like, yeah, it's grotesque, but have you sat down and watched it? The plot... And the acting and the character development and everything that he builds really adds on to the suspense. And it's good. And it's he's really good at world building. So I'm yeah. excited to watch this. Let's go watch it and see yeah. if we actually enjoy it still. What interests you? The city. Because no one's ever captured it. Not the way it really is. That's my goal. That's my dream. Then you're failing the next time you find yourself at the heart of the city, stay put. Keep shooting. It began with a photograph. A single act. Of unthinkable evil. What happened? I saw it. Take your pictures to the cops. I wasn't stalking her. But you did continue to photograph. No. These represent missing people for the last three years. The only way to make it stop. I followed them into the subway. He butchers them like cows. They never find the remains because he unloads the meat somewhere. Just to go for the ride. I got a train to catch. Midnight meat train, midnight meat train! I realized uh, a, when we got to a certain scene that the original one that I had seen was the unrated one and not this one that we watched. That is definitely the one that I saw. I don't remember anything extra. Um, There's one thing I remember extra. And then I like went to look it up and I was like, yep. What, what was it? <laughs> it's so stupid. If it was unrated, that means it was probably very graphic. It was... It had to do with something of the sexual nature. Okay. During their sex scene, he straight up tosses her salad. Oh. In the unrated version. Mm. Yeah. In the in the diner. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome <laughs> to the Midnight Meat Train. <laughs> so, uh, solid Towson. <laughs> um, this was a movie. I didn't hate it, but I have a I have some problems with it. I, you know. I wouldn't go as far. It's For me, so I'm not going to say hate. It is very generic. It's so generic. It's very broadcast. Everything that you'd expect. Um, it's definitely from the early 2000s. Like yeah. the way it shot, the cinematography, the blue filter and stuff like that. The very like high contrast, grainy ass. Like what did I say? It felt like I was watching a long episode. <laughs> bless you. Of uh, of Lost, because Lost yeah. also had that like high contrast, like blue filter. 
on all the shots. Well, it's, it started with um, uh, what was it? Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake, the remake. Yeah, kind of like uh, I think is uh, what's his name, something uh, Aja Aja. I don't remember his name. Uh, but the Jar Jar Binks, that. huh? Jar 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 Misa, that guy. Yeah, Jar Jar Binksa. <laughs> And he had like I like Guys, that remake late. a lot. It's late. You know what? It is. It's, it's one twenty three. We in the missed morning. the midnight meat train. We missed. No, we no, didn't, we didn't because it never goes off till two oh six. Oh man! Every time they're like two oh six. Like that's not midnight. midnight. That's not. Why are you calling it the midnight meat? It's the two oh six. What'd you call train. it? The late night meat train. The late, late night. Starring James, James Corden. James the Corden. Late the late train. night meat train. <laughs> <Ba-da-ba-ba-da>. <laughs> God. Um, this movie left a lot to be desired, and it didn't answer some questions, like the, the barnacles. Barnacles. Oh, so there's this... Yeah, let's, anyway, let's, what's let's the plot? Get, yeah, so... The plot's real, real quick and easy to get through. So, this movie was released on October 31st, 2008. Happy Halloween. Let's see. Yeah, I would have been at Blockbuster until... I was a sophomore in college. February, At that time. March, March of 2009, and I started in, I think, February of 2008. So, yeah, I remember, like, the trailers for this movie. And then it came out, and we all had to, like, pick movies throughout that we could recommend to people. And I remember watching this one as one that I brought home. And how hard was it for you to recommend this to I people? don't even remember watching it. I remember the scene that was cut in the I, unrated version. That's all I remember. So, I... I think there was a couple moments as we were watching. I was like, oh, wait, I just remember. Like, <laughs> when he took one photo um, of of the, the, the girl that he saved yeah, in the stairwell, yeah. and he did the hand. I was like, oh, that's a, that's a thing. with the Because he sees the ring. That's important. And I didn't say that out loud. Cause I was Nothing's like, important. Yeah, no. Nothing is all, important in this movie. It all makes sense. Um, are you ready for this bizarre? I, yeah, I'm ready. Budget? Oh, no. I was okay. baffled. Okay. Baffled. You saying that, and I. So as we were watching, I was thinking of the budget. So I was like, "Okay, here we go." I'm gonna say like ten million, higher, twenty million. Split the difference. This movie costs fifteen million dollars to make. Estimated fifteen million. Well, if you take inflation into account, I'm leaving right and now. <laughs> how much? How much standard definition film did they? Yeah, we cannot have... find an HD version of this, so we watched it in standard. <laughs> to, it was ugly. I had to rent, straight up spend four bucks to rent a so, standard definition version If you want to watch this, we rented it on uh, Amazon, right? Prime? Yeah. Yeah, it was on Amazon Prime. I so. would say probably watch the, the HD version. Get, find it find somewhere. It. The unrated HD version. So you Just get go to that. Walmart and look at one of those $5 bins. I bet you could find it there. Gotta get that unrated version so you can see a little bit of that salad tossing. Um... Let's talk box office because this goes into <laughs> some of my fun facts. Okay, uh, so I'll say box office. It made uh, what five million? Do we? So there's three technical answers I could accept, oh, but no. I'm I'm gonna go with worldwide. Worldwide box office six million. Lower. What? <laughs> it made less than that. Less than a third of its budget. Oh, it, oh, I told you it did not God. do well. There's reasons why. Uh, did it make two million it made, at the worldwide box office? It made three million five hundred thirty-four thousand three hundred thirteen dollars off a of fifteen million worldwide. Dollar. 
Could you imagine the movie we could make with $15 million? So, part of the... Million. 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 Milliana. So, there's a few reasons why it did so poorly. Okay. So... Poor Bradley Cooper. I know. Yeah, so this has baby Bradley, is what we call yeah, him. Yeah, baby he's, Bradley. He's he, probably as old as we are now, if not just a few years younger. Was this... Let's see. He, when was Wedding Crashers? What year was Wedding Crashers? Wedding Crashers was before 2004? Yeah. 2003? Something like that? I was in so he high did that, school. and then like five years later, yeah. he did this. I mean, he was young. Yeah. Little baby Bradley. Um. So... Reasons why this it did so poor, um, Lionsgate, uh, they recently hired an executive, uh, Joseph Drake, when this film had completed production. Okay. Drake greatly disliked this film <laughs> and decided to give it a limited theatrical run in budget cinemas, a.k.a. dollar theaters. It went straight to dollar not, theater movie. Not all dollar theaters, but in um, in its official North American release, Man. it opened in 102 dollar theaters uh, at their normal admission rate, like whatever the dollar or the two dollars. <laughs> oh, man. So it, at how many cinemas? 102. <laughs> uh, I believe it had other That's, other that, like regular releases too, but uh, I mean it that opened. averages to about two theaters a state. So the op- <laughs> when you look at the opening, actually, I'm going to look it up real quick. This, it was a shameful number. When you look at the opening box office numbers for opening weekend for this movie, <laughs> okay, it is atrocious. Uh, so yeah, in that case, it would be like keep in mind ten thousand so yeah, dollars. It's a Think, think dollar theater. Um, so maybe 10,000 people saw it, so $10,000. Are we doing um, a little higher than 10? Okay. A little higher, so 12? Uh, okay, a lot of higher. 20? Uh, $34,394. <laughs> and ready for the the kicker to that? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's opening week in U.S. and Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So you know, the movie much, was not that bad. Compared, it wasn't that bad. No, that's like the thing. compared to other things that were being released at the same at that time. For 2008, like, yeah. But yeah. he came in and was like, "No, I don't like this. We're just going to give it a limited budget release." I think that movie was probably a little bit ahead of its time. Uh, I I also feel like for a movie called Midnight Meat Train, it needed more meat. Gore. Uh, gore, yeah. Yeah, it was very quick, <laughs> quick cuts and like. Uh, Even the gore we did get was very like CGI'd. Which I don't mind that as long as it's like creative, but like they were CGI'ing stuff that they could have probably just made Stun. practical effects for. Um, so, due to the very poor US release, yeah. many of the film's foreign distributors released straight to DVD. So they didn't even get much, much. It got some of an international release, but yeah. most of its foreign distributors just said it did poorly. <laughs> DVD. But that's sad. I'm like, uh. they spent all that money. It's not that terrible. No. And, it and at the time, I'm sure it was worse great. than like your, they were releasing at that same time. Yes. So what year was Hostel was the year after that, though, I think. The first Hostel. Um, was it 2009? I don't remember then. when Hostel came out because I remember when it came out and I was like, I was young, 
enough that I think my mom was like, no, you're not seeing that. But, like, <laughs> it's no worse than, than like, the Hostel. Actually, I think the plot is better than the Hostel films. I'd agree with that. So, like, I don't know. I mean, plot-wise, like, the plot's super simple, as we kind of said earlier. So, he's a photographer. He starts trying to find, like, his big break as he meets mm-hmm. his big art lady who has a gallery. And he's like, see, this is good, but you you were in the heart of the city, but you left before something happened. Don't yeah. be afraid to stay. She actually gave some, like, you said it too, like, that's great advice. I can't remember it, but she oh, gave. Oh, yeah, where she was like, you need to, like, stay a little longer. Stay a little longer and pictures. be in the heart of it. Or, take, yeah. the, take the picture of the next moment or something yeah, like that. Yeah, be there for that next moment. That's what's going to sell or something yeah. like that. And it I'm was like, good advice. Like, yeah, and then he was like, oh, she hated my work. Like, literally no work. No, she gave you no. great advice. So That's, listen, and so he did. He he uh, went um, at, like, 1 a.m. <laughs> in the only morning. only good, the only well-written part of the movie was that. <laughs> he went at, like, 1 a.m. in the morning <laughs> to the subway and sees this this poor girl basically about to get uh, like molested and like what was the line the detective said where we were like yeah we want to know she's <laughs> so later on the girlfriend like starts like getting in on it too and she like breaks into the killer's apartment and the, the we 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 figured that out earlier that the detective is a part she was of the, wearing a necklace that, that had exactly the emblem like of his Vinnie ring. Jones's ring so it's like and ah, so the she's same team. clearly a part of it. Um, and she's like, we need that book back. She's like, what's going on here? And then the detective goes, do you even understand what's going on here? He's like, no, literally no. None of us do. We want to know. If we understood what was going on here, we'd be like, yeah, we understand what's going on here. Let's, literally let's, why yeah. we just asked you what is going on here. Do you even understand what's going on here? Literally no. No, no actually. Please explain. Um, uh, and I just... There were so many just cheesy horror movie tropes that happened in this where I was like, Ugh. There were some with tropes, like the but there girl. were some good but there moments. Were, like the the opening with the, the boyfriend girlfriend stuff happening was really nice. It was well written. Yeah. It was fun. It was I love their chemistry, which turns really weird once he kind of like starts becoming obsessive over. They this. have good chemistry until it's like Rape E. Don't. They don't. Yeah. It's It's good until it's like Okay, this movie just turns real weird. It gets weird real quick. Yeah. Um, what do you think Rotten Tomatoes said oh, about this? Oh, man. I'm going to give it... Uh, so do we have a critics and we audience? Have, we have both. We do. <laughs> I'm going to say the audience is higher than the critics. Okay. Um, Because Clive Barker has a following, and there's probably a lot of people that saw that movie. I do think the movie is, is a little bit ahead of its time. I think if that if that movie in particular... Would have been released in like 2015, 2016. Uh, it probably would have had a little bit better of a better reception. Uh, probably a bigger budget, not a bigger, but like Actually more well made spent. More. Yeah, uh, fleshed out story. Um, well, I had plenty of flesh. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> um, and meat. So I'm gonna say critics is like 15 percent. Okay. And then I'll say audience is probably closer to like 30. Drastically under for critic and under for audience. I'll give you a Really audience. under? For both. Okay. Drastically for critics. Drastic. Okay. Uh, critics then like 50%. Okay. And then critics. Uh, oh, sorry. Audience. Uh, it's late. I'm tired. It's just late. I'm gonna like I took out my contacts earlier and I was like, oh, man, I could literally just go and pass out right now. Dude, same. Um, <laughs> we, we're doing this for you. Yeah, we're doing this best. for the listeners. Also, 
Oh man, I want some cereal. I have not had cereal in so long. We can't Carlos. do another cereal episode. No, but man. you just made the noise, and every time you make that noise, I'm like, I need. Have I ever told you the backstory of that noise? Like why I make that sound? It's because it's like mac and cheese or something. No. Is it the mac and cheese bit? No, actually, this ties into FDR, American Badass, <laughs> actually. One of my friends. Oh, man. <laughs> when I was in college. FDR, American Badass. We're going to get back to Rotten Tomatoes, I promise. One of my friends Maybe. when I was in college, um, we were talking about something, and um, she, I think, I can't remember who it was. I think it was my friend Laura. She goes, yeah, I bet that would sound like a bag of floppy wet dicks. <laughs> to which someone goes, um... What do you think that's going to sound like? And she goes, probably something like this. No. Oh, man. Now I don't want cereal anymore. Now that you hear this sound, you're like, okay. Now every time I eat cereal, I'm just going to think. Honey, that's mm, smack. That's fine. Um, I bought some cereal and I bought some milk and I have not Last time I bought cereal, it. it expired. I bought Honey Bunches of Oats and Frosted Cheerios and they both expired. The last I time I bought. don't eat cereal that The last much. time I bought milk. It expired before I need I to get like it. the little things of cereal or something. Oh, I don't like know. the when you would get like the six packs that come in like the single servings or whatever. Why do they make cereal in the box, in the bag, in the bag that's hard to close? Like, why is it so hard to close a bag of cereal in a box? Dumb design that's been here since I don't know when. Also, they need to start making like half boxes of cereal. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm a single male. I don't need a giant-ass family-sized box for everything or a family-sized bag of Crunchy Cheetos. I just need, like, a normal-sized bag and a normal-sized box so that I'm not wasting food because I won't finish it. So, I know uh, it doesn't look like it because I got this nice big old keg covering the six-pack. Six hey. I used to be a 2% man when it comes to milk. Yeah. Now I'm a 1% man. Whoa. 1% and you lost a percent. I lost a percent. It has not helped me lose hey, any weight. Frat snaps. <laughs> I need to learn how to do the frat snap, especially for the show like you just have to get your index finger. You I put can't. your your thumb and your middle finger together. Yeah. You loose you have to have your index finger get really really loose. It's loose. And it's the sound of that. I know. I know the basics, but like Ooh, you hear that? That was a good one. Ooh, I'm like hot from that. Y'all, <laughs> frat snapping is here. good. It is very warm in here, too. Uh, but now what I do prefer is either for my cereal. Soy or almond milk? Skim or oat skim. milk. I don't know that I've had oi. Oi, oi. Oi, oi milk. Oi, oi. Aussie, 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 Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Oat milk is good, I've man. had soy and almond, but I've never had oat. I feel like we've had this conversation on the podcast before. I don't know that. We've, we've had we've it. We've had this conversation. I don't know if we've had it on the air. <laughs> but I, So don't drink almond milk, people. Why? It's Educate bad for them. the environment. The way they farm almonds is bad for the environment. You know what else is bad for the environment? It, uh, the irrigation is very bad. Literally almost everything that we do. That's very true. Hey, I might be getting a hybrid soon. Hey. I actually don't know if I'm going to be getting one, but I might we'll be. We'll see. I mean, hey, all you can do is go in, talk to them about the Trading deal. Trading in the gas guzzler. Goodbye, taco. Goodbye, taco. Taco 2.0? I don't know. By, by the time this airs, I may have just kept taco because I was mad at the dealership or something. I don't know. Yeah, you stick it to them. I know. Hey, how about the tomato scores? Oh, tomato <laughs> scores. Told no, you we get back. I, okay, if I could have That's any here cereal right now, if I could have any cereal and eat it right now, Frosted Cheerios. 
Man, uh, Frosted Cheerios are Honey Smacks. It always comes back to Honey. They're so good. And then you get that Honey Smacks pee. Honey Smacks. <laughs> honey Smacks. Okay, uh, Rotten uh, Tomatoes. Uh, audience score, I'm going to say 45%. I forgot what I said for critic score. Critic was like 50 or 60 years. Okay. I don't know. Listeners, we'll go back and listen. Um, You were under for both still. Still? Okay. So, critic score was actually 73. This movie was ahead of its time. It was, but the critics loved it. Yeah. Um, Audience score was surprisingly lower. What was it? 50. Okay. Okay. I could see mixed, that where like critics because that that kind of does mean it's a little bit ahead of its time where like where the, audience is like I'm not ready for this and critics are like I don't know this is a very intellectual are. movie and I'm very much into it but it's it's got a lot going for it it it's does that's why I was like I don't hate it so, I also I will say I I like it I'm not gonna gloat and be or gloat, I boast like it. it I don't need to watch that movie again I'm not gonna boast and be like oh it's so good. But it was enjoyable enough, but it definitely left a lot for me to be desired, and it didn't answer some questions. I'm like, yeah. So I'm meh. Um, yeah. What about the kill count? We did have a lot of kills. I so because we always do the kill count. I tried to keep up during the movie, and I lost count because there's a lot. Where did you lose count at? Oh, like by the second or third time he like decided to start three, killing people in the four I can't count yeah. that high anymore. <laughs> There's a lot of hanging bodies, a lot of hanging naked people in here. One so of them including not, Roger Bart. We're not counting the hanging people. Ooh, okay. We're going to count like him killing just the kills, which will count Roger because he kills him. Mhm. But the like all the hanging bodies that we just see in the sub uh, subway. Roger Bart is in this movie who is currently playing Doc Brown on uh, Broadway. Well, it's coming or to Broadway, UK. Uh, in the UK. Uh, I have a friend in that. Back to the Future, the musical, and Carlos. I have a friend in that production. Has a friend in that production. I think we've uh, talked about that. We've talked about that before. I don't know air. on the podcast. Maybe. Um, know. His name is Cedric. Uh, he and I met. Cedric. Doing a show in Dallas at Uptown Players. Um, he was a special guest because he Uptown also Players. was on the UK version of The Voice. I think he was a finalist. Okay. Um. Great voice, um, great performer. He's a very, he very listens funny to the podcast guy. too, right? Totes. Yeah, I'm gonna message him be like, "Yo, Cedric, you haven't talked to me since 2020, but <laughs> or since 2020, but uh, make sure you like post us up in the UK." Right? <laughs> 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 um, twenty kill count. Twenty. 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 That seems low. No, that seems real low. We're not counting all the hanging bodies. I know. So, fun fact about the subway, it was not a subway. Like, was it was it? in a subway, but when they shot all those scenes, yeah. that wasn't actually a subway was it all cart. Digital? No, it was a um, a Chicago elevated car, a modified 20, uh, 22,000 Chicago elevated car. I said it was in Chicago. It was. It seemed like it was uh, Chicago. I guess it was in Chicago if it was a Chicago I think it was car. a generic city. I don't think we're supposed to know what city it takes place in. That leaves the mystery of the murders, the muck ducks. The muck ducks. Muck ducks. Yeah. Um, How many muck ducks? 20 muck ducks. 20 muck ducks. Um, this movie also is based off of a short story written by Clive Barker, who we talked about, who also did uh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser, the 1992 Candyman. Yep. Which was later remade. Um, so this, this is a, a fact that I'm like struggling with, but it was okay. on IMDb. This was originally meant to be a sequel to Candyman, 
1992 one. Because so the only thing I read is the endings are parallel. How? Where he kills the dude and now he has to like continue the legacy. Okay, because in the in Candyman, I mean, we really get that in the new Candyman. We get that in the in the nineteen ninety two. I don't one as remember well. that in the original because she she burns herself alive. I'm trying to remember the original, the nineteen ninety two one. It's been a hot minute. The only reason it's even semi in my mind is because I researched it. She burnt. She goes to the pyre and burns herself alive. I'm trying to think of like what happens next. Maybe she becomes the ghost and she starts going after something. Yeah, something. The, the, something about then they they both like serve in the afterlife together or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a parallel ending, so I don't know. I if can this see is where like, it's like a spiritual connection. Yeah, or and like, like this is them same universe create, type stuff. Exactly, like the universe of it. So because because he, I mean, technically, Hellraiser, Candyman, and this could all take place in the same universe. Yeah, I mean, they're all the Clive Clive Barker stories. Yeah. Oh, I need to show you the um the the comics. Oh, you we'll talk to the audience. I'm gonna go get them. Okay. Um. So. Other fun facts about this movie, um, in The Silver Lining, so this movie has Bradley Cooper in it, um, baby, baby Cooper, Baby Bradley, um, Silver Linings Playbook was a 2012 movie with Bradley Cooper and J-Law, Jennifer Lawrence from The Hunger Games, if you've seen that one. Um, Keegan said it's a really good movie, if you did not hear him, which you probably didn't. Um, but there's a scene where they're walking by a theater, and that theater is playing the Midnight Meat Train. Oh, that's fun. There's a little little like little shout-out to Bradley Cooper for doing this movie. Um, and we also had a special guest appearance. Um, there's a victim named Randall that we see who is played by... Um, Ted Raimi. Who is the younger brother in real life of... Sam Raimi. And who is also in what game you are playing right now? Um, the quarry. Oh, wait, did we talk about that on air? The quarry. I don't remember. I think we talked about we talked about that earlier. Yes, uh, we did. No, oh, yeah, on this episode. I don't, guys. We've recorded two episodes I'm today so tired. that are releasing at separate points in the future, and it's also almost two, and it's tired. We're tired. It's almost two o six a.m. Oh my gosh, we got to go catch the minute meat train. I'm just flipping through. There's nudity in this. Yeah, I have, so my, uh, I think it was that one of my uncles uh, had collected these um, Clive Comics. Barker comic books, and uh, he was clearing out his uh, space, and he was like, hey, his, I've his got space these, jam? yeah, or moving, or downsizing, or doing something, I don't know, and he was like, hey, do you want these, you like comic books and stuff, and like, part of the comic books was this random clive barker comic book three comic books they had uh but it's interesting looking at these oh look at this one carlos you can explain this to the audience or not all right it is clive barker it's um i'm not taping the vein what am i looking at tapping the vein tapping the vein are those testicles oh (laughs) i don't yeah it's so from the front cover, it looks like two testicles or something. They're heads. Okay, well they don't look like heads either. Oh, and now I see it. Like oh, somebody holding. I hate that you heads. pointed that out. There are two upside down heads that are like tongue kissing, and then you open up the cover, 
and the heads are dangly boobicles. This is her boobs and tapping I the vein. What don't... is the matter with Clive Barker? Oh gosh, what is the matter with that man? There's you ever wonder when someone so writes much. something like, "What happened to you as a kid? Who hurt you? What led to you being able to create X Y Z?" With a lot of writers, and he's one of them. What are you looking at? <laughs> I'm gonna let you look through this. Oh boy. I'm just flipping through these pages, and I'm like, ooh, that's nudity that I don't want to see. Oh, can we talk about the weird, like, steak scene where he's, like, grabbing the steak off yeah, the dude's plate? Yeah, what was that? I guess that and was then, like, him doing the... So, okay, so... That's what I wanted more... So, I so feel like... things that happened that were, like, but what? So... Bradley Cooper follows, follows the killer on the midnight meat train gets captured by him and then mm-hmm. like a, a creature that's all we see engraves like stuff on his chest because it's marking him to become the next butcher so like but but why him what like we didn't get anything to that it just marked him like why I think didn't it because kill him he was like following him and Vinny. so like at one the the ending the conductor who's in on it the whole time said um he's too weak he knew he was too weak he wasn't uh, able to keep up anymore. Yeah, but, like, he knew... What did he say? It's, like, something about him knowing that he was going to be able to... I don't know. So basically, He planned the whole thing out so that Bradley Cooper would take it over. The whole premise is there's this other world... Kill me so you can take over. There's this whole, like, other world, and they yeah, have to the- keep feeding them meat, uh, human sacrifices, to keep them appeased and keep the world at bay. That's why... The conductor, there's a person on the sheriff's department to basically, or the police department to like keep it at bay um, and hu- keep it hush hush. And uh, the reason the trains never have to be cleaned or anything like that is because the, the creatures from this other world eat the, eat the bodies, clean the blood up and stuff like that. So they never have to deal with that. Um, and the butcher is, is the feeder, essentially. He's the one that kills the bodies, hangs them up, and gives them to the creatures. And so... He has a marking on his chest, and Bradley Cooper, after he gets kidnapped, he gets this marking on his chest, but then he, like, starts going kind of, I mean, he's he was going crazy, like, the whole movie, but Feral, he starts going more yeah. crazy, um, and so he they make a big deal that he eats tofu, I guess he's vegan, vegetarian or something, and he goes to the diner that his girlfriend works, and his buddy's there, and he's eating the steak that looks disgusting, the steak looks burnt, but the inside looks like it's a medium right. rare. Yeah, like rare, medium rare. And he takes a piece. He's like, buddy, what are you, what are you doing? That's, that's steak. He's like, yeah, I want one of those. He's like, are you sure? And then he like starts putting his fingers in the grease of the steak and just like eating the grease and the <laughs> so blood juices. Gross. Like what? Oh, this movie, man. That that made I, no sense. And So you said it's part of a series? Yeah, so... Yeah, I was I was doing research for it. Apparently, there's like multiple books. Like, I almost want to say like he was trying to do like his own multiverse. If you yeah will. yeah yeah, I feel like maybe maybe his own cinematic written universe. universe. Yeah, I mean Stephen King does something very similar. I mean, yeah, he we've we've seen plenty of that where it's like oh, it's all in like the Stephen King universe. Mm-hmm. Yada yada. Um, let me see if I can find real quick. Um, originally written by. Clive Barker as part of his short story volumes, Books of Blood. Okay. Books released in blood. 1984. I feel like, too, that maybe this film isn't the the right medium for this 
either. So we talk about we've talked about this before too, but don't remake good movies. Remake bad movies that have good uh, potential and potentials. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, good plots or good didn't yeah. have the budget, didn't have the technology or whatever. Like this great, is, we have it now. Let's. This is one of those where like HBO should pick up like a Clive Barker miniseries of things and like. Include this in, into it. Do or like um, an H a Love Lovecraft Country. Yeah, like a Clive Clive Barker Lovecraft Country style thing. I don't know. I just feel like ba- Barker's Barlow. Barker's Barlow. Bar- Barker's Bordello of Blood. blood. <laughs> We're gonna watch Bordello of Blood, right? We are. That's that's a comeback. I just like Kim Kardashian. I just feel like uh, <laughs> since probably since the first Hellraiser, uh, and and probably Candyman. Clive Barker really Candy hasn't had man. the opportunity to have like that big budget film, mainly because it's probably too gory. But now that we have things like American Horror Story and we've um, desensitized to and the boys that. for sure, oh that like we can get away with more Clive Barker esque stories for sure. Um, and like something for HBO or I don't know Paramount Plus or somebody somebody to to pick up and just run with the ball. I don't know. The balls. Uh, have you you haven't seen Evil Dead the TV show? Have you? No. What is it on? They get away with so it's on Netflix now. Oh, but they I get away that. with so much on that TV show, mainly because it's done for like comedic purposes. Sure. But there is some effed up stuff that happens on that show mm-hmm. where you're just you can't help but just laugh. Kind of like the boys, we joke around like you can't unsee that. There is a particular episode of Evil Dead uh, the TV show or Ash vs the Evil Dead. Where um, it takes place in a morgue. Okay. And if you ever watch it and you get to that point, like, let me know. There are just will. things you, show. you can't unsee. It's short, too. It's uh, eight to ten episodes a season, and there's only three seasons. Oh, I'll yeah. watch that. I need a new show. I fin- now, that, now that I'm caught up on everything, and yeah. I finished Futurama, and like, I need, I need Oh, you finished else. Severance, too, right? I've been caught up on Severance. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. I, the weekend that I texted you, I started watching it, <laughs> like, finished. days late. Well, it's only one season. Yeah. So it's good. short. It's only seven episodes, eight episodes, something like that. Yes, it's a short number. Yeah. Um. It's yeah. It's that was a good show. Man. I I can't wait for more of that. Season two. I cannot wait for more of Ooh. that. Well, well midnight this beat is... train. Is it wait two or six? No, it's not even close to two. All right, guys, we got to keep talking to fill the time. It's one fifty three. Oh, so uh, we have ten more minutes. Thirteen more minutes. We have, no, I'm not talking Let's... for thirteen. <laughs> Let's talk about the colors of Joseph and the Amazing Talent Color Dreamcoat. Okay, but seriously, so when I went to go grab the Clive Barker comic books that I have, whoa, I whoa, also whoa. I was these. I was gonna go into something very important here. The colors of Joseph and the Amazing Talent Color. Oh wow, I just had a stroke. The mask. Yeah, the ma- so uh, the mask is also a comic book series that is very much gory and rated R compared to uh, the Jim Carrey. So, and this is this was. What they looked at and made the Jim Carrey movie based off these comic books. They PG'd it. They PG'd it. Uh, was the mask PG or 13? I, think I don't PG even remember. 13. Uh, but yeah, he straight up just goes around murdering people. Well, that's what you do when you wear a mask. Didn't you see you might be the killer? <laughs> you might be. The... Okay, let's talk about that for a sec because we didn't talk about it in the, the last one. You might be the killer. I was, uh, when I went to go edit it. Wait, what do you mean we didn't talk about that one? No, no, no I have a thing. Episode. I have a thing that I'm talking about. Oh, I was like, we literally In the last whole, episode. Whole episode. Okay. No, our last episode we just recorded, I was going to talk about this. FTR? 
Uh, FDR. American badass. These are definitely out of order. <laughs> no, Because this is airing after American like badass. five or six weeks after American badass. It's fine. Um, this is fine. So in uh, You Might Be the Killer, there was a song, I think, written for the movie <gasps> that was good. It was a good song, too. I just remembered something that we didn't talk about on FDR, and I'm really pissed off. What? What was it? The living on the prayer scene. Oh, my, my gosh. It, you said song, and I was that like. That was so dumb. I loved it. It was so good. And you and I good. caught on, and it Instantly. Took, it, took, it took Adam uh, a few, a little Ace bit. Just a sec. So there's this, sorry to derail, but you said song. And I, so they start playing in the background, but this dude is like having a, a, like a serious monologue. He's like, yeah, Tommy. Used to work on the dock. Used to work on the dock. Down on luck. Unions did not strike. It's down on his luck. It's tough. It's tough. Real tough. And then he's like, you've got to hold on to what, what you've you got. got. Yeah, Gina. Uh, like, pretty much, Gina yeah, works yeah, at Dynamo Bay. <laughs> It literally just starts so quoting stupid. the song, and we like it starts, and then it just cuts and goes to something completely different. So like I wanted them to play the full song, but they probably didn't have the right to the royalties to do that. But of their um, how much? Oh yeah, how much was that budget for that movie? Didn't have it. We didn't have one. Oh, that's right, a fair non-budget. Their non-budget movie. Sorry, I didn't not. I didn't mean to derail from um, uh, you might be the killer, and. Midnight Meat Train. Oh, are we still talking? Are we still talking about that one? <laughs> double, double. Off. Uh, no, but you might be the killer. Uh, it's in the trailer. You can hear. It. I want to find it somewhere because legit, I was listening to. It, I was like, this would be a good uh, uh, Beat Saber song. That you might oh, be the killer song. You mentioned that when, uh, to me at least, yeah. when we were yeah first doing it. But yeah, the the trailer for uh, you might be the killer. Listen to it, and like, there's a song that plays along with it. If you can find the song, send it to me or post it or something. I don't know. What a Tag perfect segue! Because beat saber, beat meat, midnight meat. Midnight beat train. No. Midnight beat saber train. I want to ride that one. Each car is like. Midnight Meat Beat Train. That's a different movie. <laughs> On a website that you probably should not Google. Don't Google that. Slash um, it, slash it, slash it, slash it, slash it, slash it. What if there was a train, though? Midnight Beat Saber Train. And as you are driving through the train, like, you just you stand there, and it's all just coming at you, like, the things, and, like, those red walls that you have to, like, duck underneath and stuff. <laughs> so dumb. Like, maybe that's how you get to this other world is by playing Beat Saber. Carlos, read me another trivia. Let's see if I can get it this late trivia at night. Trivia me, Give me another trivia question. Let's, right. see, if, let's see if I got it this let's, late. Before we do that, let's, let's give this movie our, our rating real quick. And then let's, <laughs> let's end with trivia so we all can right. say that we are happier. Uh, all right. On a scale of a bunch of hanging dead bodies in a meat train... Um, <clears throat> To a bunch of blood just on the floor that you're tripping in, I'm gonna give it four. Um, your girlfriend's heart getting carved out in front of you. Oh, that did happen. That did happen. Yeah. And it still beats in the conductor's for hand. him. It still beats for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On a scale of the night meat beat train. 
<laughs> Don't look that up. Slash it, slash it, slash it. On a scale of That's the parody, the budget hatchet spent on its blood gallon consumption. 137 gallons, right? To, it was 100 something. To um, meat grinders that you, uh, f- specifically um, kitchen oh, aid man. meat grinder attachments. I want a hoagie or a grinder. Oh, like a sandwich? That sounds good. You what? Okay, a grinder is a sandwich. It's like a subway sandwich. Is it? Yes. I've never heard of that before. What? I've heard of a hoagie, a hoagie or a grinder. Yeah, I've never heard him referred to as a grinder. On a scale of the budget spent by Hatchet on their blood consumption gallons to a KitchenAid meat grinder attachment, I will give this movie. I'm just gonna give it two Wendigos. We need to make our own sausage with the the meat grinder. I so there there is a KitchenAid sausage attachment that I that's going to be one of my next purchases. Oh, we got to get some and do that and then um put them in the smoker. The smoker and then after the smoker, put them on the flat top. on the flat top. Oh my gosh! And then after that, after that you eat them. Oh, I was going to say we slice them up really thin and put them in a taco, or slice them up thin thin and put them in a gumbo. Gumbo. Gumbo, um, I hardly know. Oh. Yeah, we're not doing that one. All right, here's... What? Uh, no. Well, okay. I think we've done that one before. It was about M. Night Shyamalan. 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 All right, here we go. Mm. Um, In the 2012 movie, The ABCs of Death... I have not seen it. How many stories were included in the film? 26. Yeah. That's how many letters are in the alphabet. Okay, well, you said you hadn't seen it. I know, but I still got it right. Cool. Uh, Ty West, who we've talked about a few times on this podcast, has a segment in the ABCs of Death. You ready for your second question? Yes. Last one, then we're going to end. All right. What 2018 film unravels cryptic and terrifying secrets about the Graham family ancestry? I forgot that was their name, but yes, this all makes sense. The Graham family? Oh, you're next? Nope. Um, did that come out in 2018? Was it uh, uh, Hide and Seek or Ready or Not? Nope. You want one clue? That wasn't. That was 2019 or 20. What? Okay. Oh, Hereditary. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I forgot Man. the family's name was Graham, but as yeah. I was reading the clue, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes well, sense. Well, I was trying to think of like family horror drama stuff. No. No, the Man, family. Tony Collette should have gotten an Oscar for her role in that film. Was she the mom? Yeah, she played the mom. The scene when she's at the at group at the group therapy place. Here's the thing: I need to rewatch Hereditary. Don't rewatch it yet. Why? We need to find somebody who hasn't seen it yet and get them on the podcast and watch it. Okay. The reason I say I want to rewatch it is I remember not enjoying it as much. What? I think okay. It, it is also... a slow burn. It's also fudged up. I think it also is partially the people may, I may have seen it with because oh, none okay. of us liked it. Oh, also, it was it. also like a noisy theater, I think, too. So I think maybe the experience like soiled it. I saw that movie. I with, can't remember, but I just remember not really enjoying it that much. I saw that movie with Bama. He hated it. That like, does not surprise me. Hated it. And I was just like, that was freaking good. That was like that was a messed up movie. Holy crap. I want to rewatch. I do want to rewatch it and give it another chance because I feel like I've soiled it with false memories. Yeah, 
false memories. The, the witch coven from that movie is the same witch coven, coven from the movie The Witch. Is that so the one like, with the goat? Yeah. So there's like the same. I didn't realize that. I like the witch. There's the same like symbols and stuff yeah. that are around uh, the witch coven and that. Uh, are some of the same symbols used in that, like the writings and stuff in the in Hereditary? We should do a. Uh, There's some creepy stuff in the background. We should do a too. witch series. Oh yeah. Although it would just be those two. I mean that's fine. Or we should do like witch, witch the witching month. We just do witch movies, or like or cult uh, Hansel and Gretel witch hunters, witches, or like I've never covens, seen that movie. or I have not seen that one either. Witch covens. What are some good witch movies? Oh, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. We're getting a sequel this year. Twitches. You know the sequel's going to be terrible of Hocus Pocus. <sighs> it's going to be fun. I have, it's going to be It's going to be a fun nostalgia ride, Look, but I don't ex- anticipate like greatness. The original Hocus Pocus is terrible. It is a terrible Can we film. talk about... It is not who, good, but it is so much fun to watch. It's a blast, but I mean, the one thing that pisses me off, who names a child Thackeray? Not Zachary, Thackeray. No, but the it's the old-timey. I don't care. It's old-timey. It's an old-timey name. I These don't... didn't exist back then. Thackeray Beans. I actually think that's true. I don't think they had, like, Z like names. They just right? like, oh, they have a lisp, so they're just going to call them Thackeray. 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 Hello, Thackeray. Well, you have a lisp where hello, your, your Zs sound like THs. Thackeray. <laughs> buzz, buzz. The B goes buzz, buzz. Can we go to the foo? <laughs> Let's go to the foo. <laughs> Let's go to the foo. I feel like we're doing really bad Matt Hatter impressions now. Taxi McQueen gets here! What? The zoo episode of Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, it's... Wait, 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 wait. The foo. Two minutes until the midnight meat trade. We actually made it. We rambled. I don't want to ramble anymore. Guys, this is... I'm ending it. Another episode of... Good. So we missed the midnight meat train if we... Like go ahead and end the episode now. Are we ending it now, or am I'm I gonna d- keep stalling for another one minute? No, one minute, Carlos. This is happening. One more minute. Two oh six is when the midnight meat train shows up, but unfortunately, we're not gonna be on it because this is the end of Keegan, Keegan and Carlos' scary, scary movie podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not the end. We're waiting. No, I fell asleep already. 30 more seconds. Is this it? Oh, my gosh. Is this what we're waiting for, Carlos? Thank you for watching Keegan and Carlos' Scary Movie Podcast. Make sure you smash that like button and subscribe. No, end it, end it. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for watching what? Thanks for watching what? Thanks for watching what, Keegan and Carlos. It's happening. Scary Movie Midnight Meat Train, we're going to die. Goodbye. Hey, thanks for listening to us, everybody. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you're listening to us on. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you can make sure you keep up with all of our fun shenanigans. And if you have any suggestions for scary movies, let us know. Thanks Thanks for for listening listening to Keegan Keegan and Carlos's Scary Movie Podcast. Podcast.